What's up, Cardboard Nation? Welcome to an episode. Yeah, an episode. <laughs> Another episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Hope you guys are doing well. Thanks for hanging out with us a bit tonight. It's going to be a bit of a shorter one tonight, but uh, what it lacks in quantity, it will make up for in quality. Guaranteed. I'm your host, Rob Bertrand. Joining me as always, Ivan Lovgren. What's going on, dude? Uh, I was just wondering what that guarantee is backed by or what exactly that means. Do we need a poll to see <laughs> like, how are no, we going to, how are we going to provide that guarantee? I already gave you an opportunity for the poll question today and I didn't like it. So I went with my own, but I took a spin. I took a variation of yours. Yeah. Yeah. I have it no problem will. with that. It was the first text I saw this morning. Like I literally woke up. I know. I know. Hours like I'm, last night. And plus the three hour time difference. So you're probably reading it like six forty-five or something like that. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I, I was up till three with some stuff yesterday. So it was um, mainly I actually had a real life dinner, but in Orange County. Oh, wow. So I didn't get back until late and then I couldn't sleep. And so, so yeah, so I woke up and I was like, well, there, oh, who's going to win the F1 race this week? So that's our, yeah, yeah, no, it's not because I knew not enough people would care, but with racing season underway, we did want to know what do you think the best or your favorite circuit is? Your choices being IndyCar, F1, NASCAR, or racing is stupid. And unlike last week's troll answer, there's a lot, 20.5% of you um, saying racing is stupid. But I will say that. Um, if any of the replies, I mean, I did have someone say, um, I voted racing is stupid, but I don't really think it's stupid. I just don't care for it. And then somebody else said, I would never disrespect it by saying it was stupid, but I wasn't given another option, but I did want to give Stacy Ann Sam to BSC a shout out. This girl gets it and she gets it bigly. Bigly, bigly, bigly. Ivan, we don't have to ask you what your favorite is. And in I, vroom, I had vroom, a, baby. Vroom, I had vroom. a very, very difficult time with this question for two reasons. Because for me, actually for more than one reason, um, it came down to F1 and IndyCar. And the point she makes about some of the stupid rules in F1 are pretty infuriating. What F1 has going for it is they're all road courses. Now, if IndyCar was all road courses and the Indy 500 as an exception, it would it would have been an easy decision for me uh, because I do prefer cars that actually know how to turn right. So sorry to all you 34 0.1% of you NASCAR fans out there. Yes, I know there's a couple races that you guys begrudgingly, you know, run. I think, I mean, do you guys still run at Watkins Glen? You know, so I, for me, I, I just, I stalled. I, I stalled out. I puttered out. I ran out of gas. I, uh, I appreciate, um, have always been an IndyCar fan ever since I was like a little kid with my 
grandma growing up in Indianapolis and going to the race. And so it brings back a lot of nostalgia. I think IndyCar shot itself in the foot on more than one occasion with the league splitting and then Tony George just massacring it. And, but I do love the road racing of F1 week in and week out, but I've really become disenfranchised with the lack of competitiveness of the circuit. It's really until Ferrari wins a championship. That is, that is a wait a second, wait a second, wait a second until Ferrari can win a championship. Um, I, I just, yeah, I mean, it's, I get, I'm tired of the Red Bull Mercedes, Red Bull Mercedes, Red Bull Mercedes, Red Bull Mercedes, and everything else is just to fill out the grid. So now go ahead, Ivan. Well, so that's a silly reason to do this. No, it's not at all a silly silly reason versus the other, because if you follow F1, you know that every single team had to start from scratch with the new regulations this year, this year. Every single this car year. this year is brand new. So this year. there is no indication that Mercedes and Red Bull have a giant advantage going in. This the year. cars that they created that had that have been completely scrapped. So that Time combined with tell, the, right. Yeah. I mean, ta- like, but you can't say it, you can't say that you just have to, you know, disavow the fact that that has been the way it's been for several years and the problem, with I mean, that four, four or five, Se- not like which it's is been several, that, it's not like it's been that, I mean, that's like saying, man, I'm sick of the NFL sucks because the Patriots and, and I've are been watching F one infinitely longer than you guaranteed. I'm okay. not arguing that. Not so, arguing that. so to four or five years, you're a weird Vettel s- fanboy. still, still well, several so. years. And so I really did appreciate Stacy's answer. I am hoping that the parody of some of the rule changes or actually that the rule changes themselves will bring some parody because I would like to believe that if competing on a level playing field, that a driver's skill and expertise will rule the day. And that I think is what is best for the sport and what we all want to see, you know? So remember, we promised you that tonight was going to be quality over quantity and nothing says quality better than a racing circuits debate to start off the show. Feisty racing (laughs) circuits debate. And I knew it would be, especially with 20.5% of you saying it's stupid. 229 people voting though and leading the way is F1 and I honestly have to believe that's probably a little bit tainted because of Topps involvement in the sport right now but Panini's um, involved in NASCAR right now but that said that said yeah and National Treasures is an incredible product those giant patches oh and no one's knocking that no one's knocking yeah Rob you know what we should have talked about is patches because you know what happened since we last had a show we got baseball back oh baseball's back okay but you know what they're debuting this year patches advertising advertising so we're going to get uh, more opportunities for prime memorabilia is what you're saying. Exactly. So it'll be interesting to see how that carries over, uh, because I will say in, in defense of NASCAR cards, Prism and National Treasures are incredible brands. 
uh, for NASCAR for racing. The cards always look good. The patches are sick. So, well, there are no pra- patches in Prism. Yeah, but the patches in the National Treasures. The pris- cards look good in Prism. Got it. The patches it. look good in in National Treasures. What grinds my goat? So that said, make sure that if you have not yet voted, you go to twitter.com slash go GTS live and vote. It's the pinned tweet up there. While you're there, retweet the little tweet that has the link to the show. Cause we are going to be having a great show tonight. We've got a couple segments with Eric Doty of loop, uh, on national news. So that's pretty cool. We've got box breaks of opening day heritage and some great wrestling WWE finest and WWE women's division wrestling two great boxes as well as of course our hobby segments hot in the shop etc and while you're there we're going to talk about it again at the end of the show but my goodness we have got a huge giveaway going on yeah we do if you've been waiting for an opportunity something that said oh fine okay i'll subscribe to you guys on twitch well, I hope an $800 box of Bowman draft jumbo, uh, might persuade you to click that subscribe button. And remember if you're logged into your Amazon wow. account and your Twitch account, and you click the subscribe button and you don't have a, another channel subscription that you've used your free channel subscription for, uh, well, there you go. You can subscribe but, uh, for free. Yeah. So we're not asking you to do the paid, although I love it if you do. I mean, the, the people that do, you guys ultimately rock. But uh, like yeah, Stephen Radford, who just gifted one to the channel. Thank you, Stephen. Thanks, buddy. So, yeah. Um, and speaking of Twitch subscribers, uh, once a month we do a Twitch subscriber exclusive box break. <laughs> we pulled this monster out of Bowman's best 2021 Bowman's best Cabrine Hayes on card red parallel number two ten. right in front of your face there. Oh yeah. Look at that red Rookie card, Cabrian Hayes. Is that and that's on card, right, Rob? Not a sticker. It's yeah, absolutely. So, um, so wait, we didn't just pull it; we gave we it away. It and gave it away. Yeah. And so. unlike the show that every Thursday, Twitch allows us to on those giveaways just pull a subscriber, so you don't even have to be watching the Twitch exclusive breaks to win. Nope. It won't go back in a prize pool or anything. It's going to the winner. Who was who was the winner? Do you know offhand, Rob? Um, that doesn't I show say up on my sheet. Jeremy, Jerry, something with the J. It's got an E in there too. Okay. <laughs> well, you know who you are. You were already notified. Um, but yeah, so the, I just dropped the Gleam link in both of our chats, and we'll hit that up again at the end of the show too. But check that out. All you have to do is just click that button on Gleam if you're a Twitch subscriber. Or if not, visit Twitch to become a subscriber and then click that button. And 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 just a quick note on YouTube, <laughs> because of YouTube's false, as, uh, yeah, that's what it's called, false engagement policy. They don't allow us to do subscriber-like contests in that manner. So 
We love all of our YouTube subscribers. If you aren't subscribed to us on YouTube, I'd love to see us crack 3,000 subscribers this year. I can't believe we haven't, to be honest with you. It's it's kind of embarrassing, actually. So if, if you just realize that you've never got around to like clicking that subscribe button, do us all a favor and, and just hit that. We'd certainly appreciate it. Um, that's most of the housekeeping for now. So, uh, we do have some news notes and nuggets to talk about in this week's hobby happening. So let's get right after it, shall we? Well, last week, uh, eBay announced the planned rollout of the eBay vault, a 31,000 square foot secure storage facility and digital marketplace for trading cards and collectibles. Basically, the way it works is once an item is secured in eBay vault, ownership can transfer from one seller to buyer in a matter of seconds without the need to re-authenticate, repackage, or ship the item anywhere. Within a few years, eBay expects the vault will hold up to $3 billion in assets, which would make it one of the largest stores of non-governmental assets in the world. Keeping high-value inventory within the eBay ecosystem is said, uh, they said, is designed to create a more secure environment for collectibles, and the eBay vault should be rolled out sometime in the next quarter. I'm sure we'll have more details about the specifics of that when it happens. We've got some good reporting from attorney and collector slash hobbyist Paul Lesko, which is also paraphrased by Sports Collectors Daily. Apparently, attorneys for Giannis Antetokounmpo and Leaf Trading Cards are in negotiations to settle the NBA superstar's lawsuit against the company over the use of his nickname and likeness. Antonacupo had filed for trademark infringement and dilution over Leaf cards picturing the 2021 Finals MVP while using his trademarked Greek Freak nickname. Both lawyers for the NBA star and Leaf submitted a joint letter to the judge in the case on Tuesday saying they were, quote, hopeful a settlement will be reached, end quote, in the case before it would go to trial. I put Giannis's last name in there three times for you. <laughs> you did really good on the two. <clears throat> That's why Thank I you. don't do it. Um, and to the compo. compo. Okay. Upper deck. We should just have James jump in every time there's a Giannis. <laughs> he, he's got it. <laughs> Upper deck announced the launch of the first AEW match dated moments EPAC product that showcases tops top moments from AEW's recent pay per view event AEW Revolution. The exclusive trading card set. Uh, follows AEW's pay-per-view events in a similar format to the current EPAC product called Game Dated Moments, which is available, you guessed it, exclusively at UpperDeckEPAC.com. Available uh, starting tomorrow uh, at 11.50, oh no, through, excuse me, through tomorrow at 11.59 a.m., Pacific Standard Time, AEW Match Dated Moments highlights top AEW wrestlers such as Hangman Adam Page, Jade Cardgill, and Dr. Britt Baker, who defended and retained their championship titles. 
In addition to Sting, Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen, who defeated the AHFO. Collectors will also have the opportunity to obtain an exclusive silver variant of CM Punk's win or a rare gold variant featuring William Regal's AEW debut, both of which fall as a bonus card seated one in 10 and one in every 25 packs, respectively, with packs costing five ninety nine. As we recently reported, a Honus Wagner card, once owned by Charlie Sheen, is currently up for bid at Mile High Card Company. You might remember that the actor made headlines in 1998 when he loaned his famous T206 Honus Wagner card to the All-Star Cafe in New York City. The card, which was part of an infamous heist from the restaurant, is back on the auction block again. Bidding for the card has already reached $1.8 million, a record for the PSA 1 grade, and bidding doesn't even close until March 31st. Wow. A few quick notes. Uh, SC Daily reports the upcoming Netflix show on Golden Auctions that's been produced by Peyton Manning's Omaha Productions finally has a name and will be fittingly called The Golden Touch. Albeit self-serving, few can deny Golden's impact on the growth of the hobby in recent years. We can only hope it's not one giant infomercial. I'm sure it won't be. There's still no word yet on a debut air date, which I know we're all chomping at the bit for. Did you watch his flawless break with Drake this week? I did not. Ah. Champagne Poppy getting in the hobby. Panini America unveiled the initial list of SPs found in this year's Contenders NFL Football for the rookie tickets, rookie ticket variations, which are identified by the letter V on the top right of the card back, as well as the rookie ticket swatches autographs. All short prints for this particular release have a population of a total of between 101 to 250 made. Visit the Panini America website to see the list and stay tuned for part two which will be revealed next week. Also, be careful of selling too early. You never know. Might be a short print. Oh, good point. A potential game changer in the entertainment trading card space was announced recently by the Carta Monday Group, a world leader in playing cards, who has partnered with Warner Brothers Consumer Products on behalf of DC to launch a uh, hybrid trading cards brand called hero spelled h r o using the hero app a new platform that combines the physical and digital world fans can unlock the dc multiverse and collect trade and buy the first dc based hybrid nft trading cards featuring dc superheroes and supervillains including dc characters from the new warner brothers pictures film the batman which obviously premiered earlier this month. Hero will give fans the opportunity to own a physical trading card with an NFT component, bringing blockchain uh, technology together with physical in-store presence for the first time. Using NFTs minted on Immutable X, an Ethereum-based carbon-neutral layer 2 blockchain, DC hybrid trading cards by Hero will hit shelves and digital wallets later this month, with additional and limited edition content coming throughout the year. The product solicitation was sent out to retailers this week, and you can visit GoGTS.com. Dot net for more details. 
For those of you who just can't get enough hobby podcasts and have an affinity for game-used memorabilia, well, Tales from the Warehouse might just be up your alley. Produced by industry leader Mai Gray, the first episode features a conversation with co-host and producer Scott Lynn and VP of content Dave Meisel, who chat about how things have and have not changed in the game-worn hobby since 2019. Definitely check it out if game-used memorabilia is in your wheelhouse. Last week, our guest Ezra Levine, CEO of Collectible, mentioned that the fractional investment platform would soon be going into the sports art business. Well, yesterday, the company announced a partnership with one of my absolute favorite sports artists, James Fiorentino. The partnership represents Collectible's first offering in the sports art space. Last year, we told you about Fiorentino's new project, There Is Only One, in which he paints one-of-one replicas of the most iconic trading cards in the world. So, in conjunction with the partnership, Collectible and the Fiorentino Collection will be making There Is Only One painting available for IPO on Collectible in the coming months. Very cool. The first confirmed offering will be Fiorentino. Fiorentino's rendition of the iconic Mickey Mantle 1952 Tops baseball card. His work will be on display actually at this year's National Sports Collectors Convention. So, what does about $200,000 worth of Panini Flawless NBA look like? Check this out. These 14 cases were purchased by music artist Drake who we mentioned earlier with the caption quote on a triple logo man hunt at card porn. He posted the picture to his Instagram account earlier this week, and it quickly went viral and was even reported on yesterday by Barstool sports. Drake went on to break those cases with Ken golden and sadly was not successful in hitting a triple logo man the same night. Leighton sports cards did hit a triple logo man. So congrats to our friends at Layton sports cards sucker. However, (laughs) in a tweet the next day from a member of Drake's posse, allegedly he's picked up 25 more flawless. (laughs) So stay tuned. Maybe we'll have some, some cool hits from Drake soon. Yeah. At at a minimum of $15,000 a case. All right. Let's say he got, some sort of bulk discount, highly doubtful, but maybe just to say that, you know, you're the one that sold them. Yeah. I mean, wow. So Rob, well, that's a look at this week's hobby happenings. Yes, it is. What are you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure. I'm Googling this just to check. I saw it, but I never actually researched it. I'm pretty sure that Drake is repped by Endeavor. Go figure. Now, I don't know if that does have anything to do with it or if it was just through the friend that was tweeting that introduced him to it. That connection, Endeavor owns UFC, Endeavor owns IMG. Well, Endeavor owns Mint Collective. And no, 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 no. Or is partnered with Mint Collective. No, 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 no. 
I was right the first time. Endeavor owns UFC. Endeavor owns IMG. IMG partnered with Mint Collective. Actually, Collectible partnered with IMG to put on the Mint Collective. So, yeah. So much nepotism, huh? Well, I'm not saying there is, but maybe. Just saying maybe he didn't pay 15000 a case. Maybe it was assisted in some manner in marketing. Maybe it wasn't, though. Wow. That's the thing. Tell your friends. Your friends may be famous. Your friends may not be famous. It's easy to grow the hobby. Tell your friends how much fun sports cards are. So 25, that's confirmed. He bought 25 more cases. It's So it's not confirmed. It was the member of his posse that allegedly got him into cards the next day tweeted that Drake so that, had bought 25 more cases. So that would be 39 cases. For, holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, I guess the fact that he didn't get a logo man, well, at least from those 14, just proves that money can't buy happiness. So I guess I don't feel so bad. Well, the question is, is a triple logo man happiness? Well, it sounds like it, <laughs> if that's what you're going after. <laughs> uh, just to let you, the audience know, too, the Leighton Sports triple logo man was not the LeBron. So No, no, it was, uh, it was but the, it was. It was Giannis, Curry, and Durant. So Durant, yeah. <laughs> it so was, they're still pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've heard people say that may be a million-dollar card. That's crazy to me, but it's not my it's not my it's not my money so it's fun to report on exactly, exactly. we've got some cards that may be in your wheelhouse much or maybe less they're below expensive. your maybe they're below your wheelhouse much like mvp this year this was the most fun i had uh opening an uh, op opening day product this year and because of the 36 packs i think are in here we pre-broke this one so i wanted to show some of the highlights usually there aren't that many highlights from a box of opening day but this year's opening day i felt really is a standalone product and not like a uh flagship light so let's just dive right into it first yeah. up and i was and gonna say rob that's a per perfect thing you know yeah, you, yeah. You, you can show them, but like fun cards. Ah, look right there. Wrigleyville classic uniform on Nico Horner. I love it. Yep, for you. Uh, for James, we've got Max Kepler. Tim Anderson for the south side. That would be you. Some guy, I think he won MVP, Shoei Otani. And then you know how much I like my horizontal images so i pulled a few that caught my eye great one look at the dust flying this one of byron buxton for james is also very awesome pete alonzo i think it's less needed in a batting stance but still was pete alonzo and then one more for ivan little nick madrigal there future stars all right, uh, some rookies, Rodolfo Castro, Patrick Mazika, Jake Berger, Brandon Marsh, 
Jackson Reitz, Ronnie Dawson, Trey Omgri, Lars Newtbar, Ivan Castillo, Ernie Clement, Luke Williams, Riley Adams, and Wander Franco. Hey, we got a wander. Wonder what? You, here, hold that back up. Hold that back up. I got to get a picture of that. And then we've got some rookie, all-star rookie trophies. Adalis Garcia, Randy Arozarena, Ryan Mountcastle. Are you, are you, do you like this guy? Are you high on him? Patrick Wisdom? Uh, I think he's like, 30 years old. He's like Chris oh, okay. Bryant's age. <laughs> Dylan Carlson and Jonathan India. I mean, that could just be me. Other people like him. All right. Yeah, Future he'll be 31 stars. this year. Wow. Future stars. Joe Adele, Jazz Chisholm, Joey Bart, Kiebert Ruiz. I mean, we got all the good ones. Jake Cronenworth. Alex Baum, Bobby Dalbeck, Jared Kelnick, Trevor Lawrence, Alex Kirilov, Christian Pache, Brian Hayes, Andrew Vaughn. He had a good day today, spring training. And then some funness. We've got Firebird. Hey. Fred Bird. Thank you. Dinger. Hey, Chris Bryant's mascot. Orbit. Raymond. Mr. Red. So that brings up pause. That brings up an interesting point. I because I've been meaning to ask you, and I did want I did want to let some time go by because I know there was some pain. Is is he, are you still PCing him or because he's out of your team's uniform now? You're done. It hurts, Rob. It, it hurts. Still hurts. Okay, we don't have to talk. I, I don't know. So actually, it's well. It's <laughs> funny you ask that because I did, in a twist of fate, today. I got a San Francisco Giants Chris Bryant autograph in the mail. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> they did that postseason set where you were like guaranteed if you bought, if you bought two, you were guaranteed. So I I, I bought it. Well, here because it's probably still the cheapest Chris Bryant. Hey, Clark. <laughs> that does. My profile pic for a long time was a picture of me and Clark. But I, I just, I, one, I don't know. The, the Rockies jersey will be interesting. I don't like the Giants jersey in general. Ooh, Bomb Squad. That's cool. Yeah, this is a cool throwback I, I insert. Just, uh, you can keep talking, but I did want to give that a nod. Uh, I feel like I feel like I might like him in a Rockies uniform. I mean, I still like him. I wish him the best. It's a great stadium. I've seen a game there. It's fun. Yeah, it is. Got the mountains behind it. Nice view. Game that I saw there, man, Troy Tulowitzki came through. Look at Tulo. this, Ivan. Hey, Sammy. You can, always, you can always go back to PCing this guy. He'll be a Cub. Well, so it is funny, Rob. Since, since Bryant got traded... 
even though he was a bit of this Orioles afterwards. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. A bit of this has to do with my, my own personal financial situation too. And a few, a few lucky moves, but I've spent more money since Bryant got traded on Cubs, Chris Bryant cards. than I think I did the two to three years prior. (laughs) So, I mean, this is still my favorite card that I own in the world. And I can't see anything ever changing that. So, but I don't know. I just like, I'd rather spend a hundred dollars on a Chris Bryant Cubs autograph than $5 per on 20 Chris Bryant Giants cards. Someday I'll have to show you my Maglio or Donia's PC. (laughs) And then he got traded to the Tigers. Uh, All right. So opening day is its own insert within opening day and all horizontal and very cool. So here we go. That was for the Milwaukee Brewers, Colorado Rockies, Boston Red Sox, Miami Marlins. There you go. Ivan Cubbies. I like this shot of the Padres Machado running out there. I thought that was a great photo. Cincinnati Reds and Philadelphia Phillies. So, so do you see what I mean about this product this year compared to other years? It's, it's, it just, was just what we were talking about a minute ago with Drake and money buying happiness. Like, like Rob, you told me before the show that you enjoyed ripping this product, that it was not a slog for you, that it was fun because of the very nature of it. Yep. Look at that. That's what we're talking about, right? Happiness, fun. Yep. Do you remember what 1980 basketball? 80 basketball. Yep. Can you? Are the perforations showing up there? Yep, yeah, they there are. They're and they're, but they're all and but so they're all team themed. Um, well, not all of them. Let me. So we've got Dodgers, we've got Padres, and we've got just young stars, Acuna Jr. Guerrero Jr. We the juniors. Tatis Jr. It's a really cool card. Yankees and Angels. But yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see what else we got. Um I think there's just one more pack here. There are some parallels. And we did find a couple. Uh, Tristan McKenzie. Nice. Um, Yeah, see, if you see right there, there's opening day date foil. It's kind of hard to see it from that angle, but it's there. And then uh, this one was cool, Miguel Cabrera. Wow. Crazy to think he's still still going to be on a roster this opening day, huh? So one winner we're going to give those three to, the Wander and the two foils. Okay. Awesome. So I didn't get, I I actually didn't get the Wander in the picture, but we're still doing it in the giveaway. So a little secret for those of you that are watching right now and retweeting and just jumping in to win, you know, if people don't jump in because they don't know there's a Wander, well, that's on them. Uh, I guess Miguel Cabrera is only 38 years old. That's a surprise to me. I thought he was older. Uh, so make sure you go to twitter.com slash go GTS live. 
to retweet the uh, giveaway tweet for that box. And again, you're going to get two foils and a Wanda rookie. So make sure you're following us and watching at the end of the show when we announce the winner so that you can claim your prize in real time. And next up, we've got 2022 Tops Heritage, which highlights. is the yes highlights, um, which is on the 1973 Tops design. Correct. Yes, I really like this design. Always now, have. Rob, you're not old enough to have like ripped packs of '73, though, are you? Uh, no, but I am old enough that when I first like got my first like shoebox full of cards at a garage sale, it had '73s in them, and I go, I really liked it. <clears throat> All right, in that same box. Or 1975 Robin Yant and George Brett rookie cards. <laughs> Showy hey. Otani. Right out the bat. Fernando Tatis Jr. And then for Ivan, Wilson Contreras. For James, Miguel Sanyo. And Tim Anderson. More All Star Trophy winners Dylan Carlson, Patrick Wisdom. Randy Arena, and then uh, some pretty good, it's pretty cool photography. I like this one. What a moment. Steals home during the postseason. Randy. That's pretty cool. Rosarina. And then game six, Atlanta wins the World Series. With a Dodger? What's going on there? Yeah. Sorry, too soon. I just brought my Chris Bryant salt to all of y'all. Uh, rookies, O'Neill Cruz, Connor Wong. Do you like this guy? Uh, don't really know much about him. Okay. Except that he's old. They're all old this year, Rob. It's all about our farm system. The all-time batting leader, Ty Cobb. Home run leaders from last year. Active MVP leaders. And this is card number one in the set. Much like in 1973. Then and now. Boyhood photos of the stars. New age performers Chaz Jisholm Jr. New Age Performers, Brandon Marsh. Flashbacks, 1973, Gerald Ford trips. Oh, no, it says U.S. Senate votes to confirm Gerald Ford as vice president. Flashbacks, London Bridge opens, and then a baseball flashback. Bench hammers three homers off of Carlton. Ouch. And let's see. Uh, there was a box topper, Hank Aaron. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Oversized box topper. Yeah, pretty cool. They don't come wrapped anymore. Cost saving move. Uh, that Is one it, turned out okay though. Well, do they all not come wrapped? Did you, did you break multiple boxes? Rob? I can almost guarantee you. I mean, what do you think? I got the only box with it not wrapped. Well, no, cause you know, they have different types of box toppers. So there's the box, there's the big box toppers, but then other ones have the buybacks and the buyback autos. 
so it so, might maybe just the regular ones so the majority of them aren't wrapped garrett cole chrome numbered to 999 and our one hit reese hoskins clubhouse collection so um let's see I'll mail the Garrett Cole, the Reese Hoskins, and the box topper all to one person. Okay. Um, I'm working on the tweet right now. Retweet and watch live to enter to win. All right. Next up, another multi-pack box. This one we're going to WWE. This Ooh. is women's division. This sold Long out overdue. fast on Top's 20? website this week. Super fast, the sellout. It's so long overdue. I mean, this is a 2021 product. I mean, I remember just it seemed like every week it was just getting pushed again, pushed again. All right. So there's definitely some things I want to go over in here that are pretty cool. There's Alexa Bliss on your packaging. All right. So all about the moments for the most part. Yes, there's roster talent, uh, but the bulk of the base set is moments. So Bianca Belair, uh, the heir apparent, uh, is, makes her debut April 6, 2020. Like I said, there are roster cards. Uh, there's rookie card of Frankie Monet for NXT. Rookie card of Zoe Stark. Rookie card of... Gigi Dolan, rookie card of Kavita Devi. Those are all NXT rookie cards. And one for Sari. Did not technically a rookie, but I did want to pay attention to the fact that uh, NXT UK getting some love in this product, which I thought was pretty cool. This one of Kaylee Ray. All right. Um, in 2020, <laughs> it's so crazy because I mean, we're almost two years old looking at, you know, this, this recaps the 2020 season. So <laughs> it's just hard to, to fathom that we got to go back almost two years now, but the real big storylines were, were Asuka, Sasha and Bailey. So it's real heavy on them. So here, uh, Raw Women's Champion Asuka defeats Charlotte Flair. Asuka defeats Bailey in a champion versus champion match. Asuka defeats Bailey to become number one contenders for the Raw Women's Championship. Wow. Rob, real quick, in the chat, our viewer Imlan89 says, I was at the Raw where Bianca whipped her hair on Becky Lynch. Nice. That's it was awesome. a loud whip. Look at her hair. I mean, let's go back to that card. I mean, look at that thing. I mean, that goes that down would, into the ring. That looks powerful. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight it. Nope. <laughs> um, and I, if you notice, I put these all in date order. Asuka uh, defeats <laughs> Sasha Banks to become the new Raw Women's Champion. That's a new level of OCD, Rob, but well done. Well, no, you got to tell the story, bro. <laughs> SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey defeats Asuka, and then Raw Women's Champion Asuka defeats Sasha Banks 
in a lumberjack match. So, but there's more because everybody probably remembers the massive fallout that these two had. So let's see what transpired June 5th, the golden role models of Bailey and Sasha Banks win the WWE tag team championship. Uh, they defend the championship beating Tegan Knox and Shotzi on June 17th. Oh, I thought I had them June 14th. Golden rule models retain the championship. Golden Rule Models defeat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross on July 10th. July 13th, they uh, beat the Kabuki Warriors. They defeat Asuka and Nikki Cross on July 17th. But then Sasha Banks defeats Bailey in a Beat the Clock Challenge. Everything began to turn. <laughs> Bailey brutalizes Sasha Banks September 4th. Sasha Banks attacks SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey on September 27th. Sasha Banks unleashes chair assault on Bailey October 23rd. October 25th, two days later, Sasha defeats Bailey in a Hell in a Cell match for the SmackDown Women's Championship and defends the title on November 6th. So pretty cool storytelling by tops there. Then we find a bunch of foils. Much of the same from the banks and Oscar drama. There's a new one. Uh, Charlotte flair defeats Mia Yim. Sasha banks defeats Oscar. Sasha Banks and Dolph Ziggler defeat uh, Asuka and Drew McIntyre in a mixed match tag team. NXT Women's Champion Io Shire defeats Tegan Knox. WWE Women's Tag Team Champion Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross defeat the Kabuki Warriors. And we saw that regular version of Asuka winning. We did find a couple of there. In addition to moments from last year, there's some all time moments. This one dates back to when Oscar defeated Becky Lynch and Charlotte flair in a tables, ladder and chair match, which was unbelievable. Becky Lynch defeats Charlotte flair in a last woman standing match. That was also unbelievable. And then the diamond, this is the season that they should have Becky Lynch appears in billions also, shouldn't they? Yeah, I like it. Good idea. And then Frankie Monet in the diamond cut insert. Very cool die cut. And then cell sheet card of Charlotte Flair on that same diamond die cut pattern. And then we found a blue parallel numbered to just 25. Uh, women's tag team champion Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler defeat Mindy Rose and Dana Brooks. And first of two hits, Dakota Kai, very cool commemorative patch relic there. Her logo, super cool. And WWE Hall of Famer on card and Edge's wife, the one the only Beth Phoenix with 
an absolutely beautiful signature. So we'll wow. give the uh, full name signature. Too. Yeah. Gotta love that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that parallel we'll put in a prize pack, but two winners. Is that why, is that why our Twitter says Beth Copeland now though? Because of this edge, is Edge's yes. name Edge Copeland? Yes. Well, it's not Edge, but yeah, exactly. Why is it not Edge? <laughs> I don't get it. That said, you have a chance to win both of those incredible hits from uh, the WWE Women's Division from Tops. Rob, thank you for taking us through the season as well, using Tops cards, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, but right? the on-card autograph of Beth Phoenix and the Dakota Kai, uh, two winners, go to twitter.com slash live and retweet to enter to win and be watching at the end of the show to hear your name called. And uh, if you hear your name called, you'll have to claim your prize. Speaking of Bianca Belair, she graces the 2021 Tops Finest packaging. That's awesome. So let's have at it. Along with two mini boxes. Uh, let's see. Two chrome autograph cards per master box. Six packs per mini box. Five chrome cards per pack. Box number one. I'm getting a kick out of thinking about uh, when Bianca smacked her, whipped her (laughs) ponytail on, her braided ponytail on Becky Lynch. All right. As we go, what is that? Six packs per mini there? Yes, sir. All right. Ripping it. Alberto Carrillo, Akira Toza. We previewed this last week. Remember, oh, Rumble Pops, Triple H. That does pop. Um, Remember, it's finest. So, yeah, there's some inserts, and the inserts are cool, but we are chasing color. Let's get a super fractor parallel. I like, some green, I like your green thinking. Fracture. There's Tegan Knox. Whoa! Whoa! A triple auto. Oh, Santos Escobar, Raul Mendoza, and Joaquin Wild. Holy cow! My goodness. Have we? I don't think we've ever pulled a triple auto on a show, have we? Uh, I think this is a first. It might be. Yes, live first. Maybe a Star Wars one. Did we pull like C-3PO, Lando, and Chewie once or something? I wish. Did you guys know what today is? Yes, happy St. Patrick's Day. Do you know what else it is? I may know. This is the sixth year anniversary of GoGTS Live, the Hobbies web show. Well, technically our seventh season, because our first year we did a half season or a shortened season because we started in March. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I told my wife that on our drive to pick up the kids earlier and she said, no way. <laughs> right. And she's my wife. Like she's the one that has to put up with this show. And she didn't exactly it been like long, time so. flies. Yeah. So Shout out again to Joe Fallon for helping you uh, create the show and making it all happen. And James for 
all the work that you've done over the years now, keeping us running and making it so easy for us. Yeah, we and to all of our team. audience. It's really exciting. So Tony Storm. Seven years. Seven seasons, six years. Well, we're yeah, but I'm saying tomorrow will be our seventh year. Like we'll be in our seventh year. Will it though? Okay, it's a Saturday. Sorry, I was off by. Eight. Well, no, I mean, no, because I counted because we. So you did 2016. So you did a year. 2017, so t- 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. Now we are doing our seventh year. Is Pretty that crazy. How that works. Yeah. Okay. Austin Theory. Ooh, die cut goodness. Undertaker, end of an Ooh. era. Are those one per, like, is that, uh, it's, it's a continuity set, isn't it? And is it like one per box? Not sure. Ooh, rookie of Mace. Nice. Seamus. T-Bar, rookie. Amos, almost rookie. Excuse me, Nia Jax, Shinsuke Nukamura, Cameron Grimes, Mandy Rose. Shoot, I was hoping that, well, I'm 2021, I keep forgetting. I can't wait to score a few cards of her as a brunette. She's a natural brunette and she looks way better as a brunette. Ginger Mahal. Oh, I like this. Legacies. Look at that. Was that <clears throat> Ms. Elizabeth and Carmella? Johnny Gargano and Scarlet. The Smoke Show. No longer on the circuit. Or promotion, rather. Raquel Gonzalez. And they used that photo a lot. I saw that a ton in the women's division product. Zach Gibson, Uncrowned Greatness, Diamond Dallas Page. One of my most fun interviews we did on Cardboard Connection Radio was with him. Really? Bailey and Kevin Owens. All right. Box two. Trying to see. I don't know if any of the inserts are like SP. Can you look at the box odds real quick and just see if any of those inserts are more rare than another? Like the odds are probably easier to read on the side of that box than on a pack. So you got the Dead Man's Tombstone, you've got the Legacies, you've got the Uncrowned Greatness. Are they all roughly the same? Rumble Pops. None of them are like one in 24 packs, right? Uh, let's see. Sorry, we promised quality content, and then Ivan asks to stop to read some odds. Livestream OG Claudia just said in the chat as we were talking about our seventh anniversary. Uncrowned Greatness, one in six. Okay. Legacies, one in six. Yeah. Uh, that's all I see. Okay. 
And did we did you see any refractors or colored parallels in the last one? No, I don't think so. Okay, they were probably in there though. Sometimes let's see, maybe some base re base refractors, but we can find those later. I'm curious though. So we're supposed to get four because, per box. Yeah, but uh, this might have been one of those products that. Are you on the gogts.net website? I am. And there is no mention of an update. I felt like one of these products got an update. No, that wasn't this one. Um, no, but I think zero refractors would be a pretty crazy update. <laughs> like, I don't think we've ever quite heard that. Yeah. Usually no the inserts are refractors. Yeah, they, being called they definitely are. So, but all right, well, let's see what's in the next box. Let's get it open. Oh, I can, I can start breaking again. Thank you. Yes, yes. You have my permission. Seven-year itch is setting in, man. Getting antsy. Antsy Nancy. We Rock All Night says refractors aren't that plentiful in this. But again, they should be four per box. That's the what we were Roman Reigns. That's told. No, that's just an insert. Is it Soul Survivor? Oh, that's the Soul Survivor insert. Cool. Cedric Alexander. Cure. How do you gonna look like that? And your name is Jeff Hardy. Am I the only one with a problem with this? Oh, there we go. Shotzi Blackheart, number two fifty. Dang, two wicked autos in this box. Man, I didn't think that we'd be able to top the triple auto, but that's pretty freaking good. Angelo Dawkins. Adam Cole. James Drake. Tegan Knox. Liv Morgan. Seth Rollins. Roderick Strong, John Cena, Uncrowned Greatness, Mr. Perfect, Dakota Kai, Kyle O'Reilly. Robert Roode, Titus O'Neil, The Miz, Baron Corbin, Chad Gable. Randy Orton, Naomi, Legacies, Rock and Roman Reigns, Biggie, and Shelton Benjamin. So two winners from that box. That's awesome. Nice. Right. That's going to do it for our live box break segment. So make sure you don't waste any time. Run over to twitter.com slash go GTS live. Check out the, the contest tweets that are up and retweet them to enter to win the hits from each of our boxes that we previewed tonight. Huge thanks to Emily Kless over at Tops for sending us some great product this week to rip and preview for all of you. Most definitely. <laughs> all right. So, um, couple things 
first of two parts of this video, Eric Doty, CEO of Loop, was on Bloomberg Quick Takes this morning talking wow. NIL, March Madness, opening day, and much more. Check out the first part of this, and then we'll come back and we'll update that feisty poll question. I'm an asset class. Talk about what you've seen uh, in your time with Loop. So as you said, as an asset class, uh, it has just blown up and gone beyond, I think, a lot of people's expectations. Those of us in the hobby saw it coming. And with March Madness, it's really interesting because you have this overlap of sports gambling and people who just love the sport. Um, to us in the, in the hobby who actually look at it as who are going to be the next breakout stars, who are going to move on to the NBA and just be these next powerhouse uh, collectibles, you know, looking for their draft pick cards and ultimately their rookie cards. And Eric, can you give us a few examples of this? Because uh, it was interesting to me to take a look at, I think last year, uh, LeBron James's rookie card went for millions of dollars. So can you just talk about sort of the historical nature of this and sort of why people have been so fascinated by rookie cards in general? Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about that rookie identification. Um, it just stands out. And also, you have to think that a lot of these rookies, they, they have a great college year. They go into the NBA, and maybe they, it takes a little bit for them to adjust to being a pro. And what's great about it, if you're prospecting, is the fact that it could take many years for these cards to blow up. They could be a, a not that sought after, only collectors in that local market. And then three, four, five years down the line, they, they become this national name, and they blow up. And I think there's something exciting about that, especially if you're the, the type of collector that was in early on that player. Uh, there's a lot of validation there. Give us some examples from the 2021 season uh, where this played out, Eric. Um, I think Davion Mitchell is interesting. Um, Help Baylor uh, went on to the Kings. And, you know, I think that's one of those players that you're watching. And he's in a market that, you know, that's not the Lakers. And, you know, I think there's collectors that are there looking at him. Uh, Evan Mobley on the Cavs are, is obviously a great story um, with the Cavs having a, a pretty phenomenal season. So I think there's there's players in specific smaller markets that get picked up. And uh, that's where you're going to get the biggest payout. If you're really thinking about prospecting and getting an early on a card and a player, uh, those are a couple that come All right. Mind. So that's pretty cool. We love yeah. Eric at Loop. Uh, more to come on that. It was just a good spot to break it up. And I know you need a little bit extra time to pull winners later. Uh, updating the poll question, the feisty poll question, IndyCar went down. F1 and NASCAR at a dead heat going down the home stretch, 36.6%. I'll just give a quick refresh, make sure I didn't. Yep, 36.6%. Racing is stupid, holding strong at 20.6. Uh, interesting. So, uh, no surprises. But don't forget, regardless of where you are on that poll, this weekend is the start of F1. So, Sunday morning, 8 a.m., tune in to the Bayron Grand Prix. And yell at me on Twitter about how crap my takes are or how much the sport <laughs> sucks. But at least give it a chance. It's so much fun. The sport is great. 
I mean, F1 racing is phenomenal and I don't want to, to knock on it too bad. I just wanted to explain why I had such a hard time deciding between the two. Um, I, I think the point of your racing, I just, I'm growing tired of the parody is, or the lack of parody. Well, and I'm hearing this a lot from other F1 fans too, that are, have been into racing a long time is that Indy is underrated right now. And I don't know if that's because they're not doing what they need to to market the sport or if there's just not enough hours in the day. But it's, it sounds like indie it, racing is not it's bad. very under underrated, but they really they really, really hurt themselves with political infighting that just drove a wedge into the fan base. But that's a whole you know, we'll st- you know what? Maybe we start another podcast, you and I, Ivan, and uh we'll have uh King NASCAR sponsored and by Go GTS. And, and we'll just, we'll go racing, but, um, sponsored by GTS distribution. Yeah. Cause that sounds like an undertaking on our own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We can, they'll sponsor it. Um, what GTS impact, sounds like they sounds like a racing company, right? It really does. In fact, you know, don't mention cardboard connection radio very often, but now here's two references in one show. One of the greatest, one of the greatest things that I was most excited about is we actually had our logo on a uh, NASCAR car uh, one you know, season. Rob, I've talked about this. You know, the like, take the politics out of it. Poor Brandon Brown was a fan favorite before the politics happened. And then couldn't get sponsors after because of the politics, which he had, he was driving. He didn't know what people were yet. Like, you know, like he had no control over it, but it's hilarious. I became a Brandon Brown fan from NASCAR six it, months before all of that, because he put out a viral video of him just being an absolute goof, trying to sell pieces of his car to sponsors. <laughs> that's hilarious. So go check that now, out. This wasn't a full fledged, you know, NASCAR. It wasn't even Xfinity. Maybe, maybe if, uh, maybe if Logan Ward, if you're watching, do you remember those two twin sis, the twins, obviously sisters, female racers that were trying to work their way up? I think they ended up going more of the influencer and modeling route and were soon out of racing, but I can't remember their name, but it was funny. We, we did a small sponsorship with them and had the cardboard connection radio on their car. It was kind of cool. All right. Um, out of that rabbit hole and into hot in the shop, a look at this week's new product releases. And surprisingly, after last week's 14 releases, those products are get, going to get an opportunity to breathe on the shelves. So we only have two releases this week. So first up, we've got 2021 Panini Limited NFL football cards, which guarantees one RPA in every box, which really is one of the biggest appeals of Limited. Uh, one additional autograph card, a one memorabilia card, a base parallel, and then a um, 2000 limited tribute card in every box. So, yeah, um, the rookie patch autographs are limited <laughs> to two ninety nine or less and find jumbo sized jersey swatches and rookie patch 
autograph variations numbered to 299 plus the additional autographs some pretty cool stuff including ring of honor uh regular rookie autographs from 60 nfl newcomers numbered to 199 or less as well as limited membership which is an 18 autograph card set uh, number to 99 or less. And then, yeah, you're going to get a memorabilia card featuring oversized jersey swatches of the top rookies in the 2021 class. Rookie jumbo jerseys will be numbered to 199 or less. And then a base and parallel card in every box, as well as one of those tribute cards that we mentioned. There is a 100 uh, card base set on thick cardstock. So a lot of diverse content in that as well. Big draw is that RPA. This is in stores uh, as of yesterday. And then only one other product out this week. That's 2022 Break King Baseball Premium Edition. Three boxes per case, two cards per box. Each uh, one is a premium buyback card, including one autographed card in every box. So a variety of modern and vintage cards of the game's best players here. Uh, obviously baseball. So look for graded rookie cards, graded vintage cards, autographed patch cards featuring names such as Mickey Mantle, Ted Williams, Ricky Henderson, Mike Trout, Wander Franco, Fernando Tatis Jr. I mean, look at that. That's a Bowman Bowman first Chrome to nice. Fernando Tatis Jr. autograph, uh, as well as some upcoming stars like Luis Rodriguez, last year's Bowman Chrome, huge chase. And of course, uh, we mentioned Wander Franco already, but that's a pretty big Wander card in there. So check this out uh, in hobby shops and with Breakers 2022 Break King Baseball Premium Edition. And that's a look at what's going to be hot in the shop. I couldn't remember how much time I had on the poll and I just wanted to see if it moved off of the uh the tie 36.6 to 36.3 F1 draws a small lead. <laughs> but racing is stupid went up since we last updated it. Um all right. So, second uh part of that Bloomberg Quick Takes video with Eric Doty, CEO of Loop. Ivan's got to get to work pulling a handful of winners for tonight's show. We'll be back and announce those winners and put a bow on this puppy. Watch this. It's interesting, too. I, I saw Luca Doncic. I think he's a Slovenian player. Um, his yes. card went for, I, I believe, $4.6 million. Yeah, Luca is just one of those players. He has mass appeal. Um, everybody loves him. And, uh, you know, I think he's he's one of those players. You see him have an ebb and flow in his gameplay and stats. And that's awesome for a market like ours because you have a lot of collectors who are kind of waiting to see if there's a dip. It's it's not that <laughs> different from stock sometimes. Uh, you get in at the dip and then you wait for that player to really succeed. And, again, it's all about the, the validation because you're, you're looking to see who do I really believe in to grow and be a good player. Um, you know, only so many players can be a LeBron James. <laughs> that's a that's a good analogy that you use there. Can you just talk about this uh, tournament? Because as we mentioned, of course, it like officially kicks off today. Who are some of those players that you're saying that you're seeing uh, it, with Loop that maybe um, people could people are having their eye on? Uh, so Johnny Juzang at uh, UCLA, he's interesting. Um, 
I, I think that's, it's always tough. <laughs> I don't want to put too much information out there. Um, but I think it's, I think it's tough, um, when you're looking at, uh, current players and trying to think who's going to be really good in the next couple of years. Um, but yeah, I think he's, he's a solid bet that some people are looking at. Eric, you're not going to tell us any, any other players? Uh, not oh yet. man, no, not yet. I, <laughs> I don't want to get my secrets. Also, uh, we're literally just filling out our bracket this morning. So yeah, that's true. I, I still loop, haven't filled. Bracket. I still haven't filled mine out. Can we talk to Eric about um, NIL uh, and sort of how that maybe adds uh, an extra layer, an extra benefit maybe for um, athletes to to get in on this trading card hype? Are we seeing that with any players currently? Considering now, I mean, players can can make money starting in college if they're playing. Yeah, we're seeing it all over. I mean, Luke's also looking into it. Um, you know, the the pool is really interesting, especially when you have, you know, now you have these agents who are going out and representing these college students. Um, I think an interesting case in our space is we actually have a store in uh, Boston uh, called Fresh Pools, and they actually did a deal with two local Boston college students who names escape me at the moment. Um, but it's been really interesting to see them uh, players come out and actually represent a card shop and a card business, knowing that in just a couple short years, collectors are actually going to be looking for those players in the NBA. And, you know, Eric, just finally, I think we saw throughout the pandemic, it was really interesting how people were sort of um, loving these collectibles and really getting in on the hype. Do you think trading cards really are, are here to stay still? Oh, yeah. The market is so different than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. Um, I think there's a lot of really smart decisions being made by uh, tops and fanatics. And, uh, you know, obviously you have the whole NFT space coming in as well. And I think just sports collectibles in general across the board are just gonna keep getting bigger and bigger. So you don't think NFTs replace trading cards in any scenario? I, I think there's so much market overlap and supplemental collecting um, just like I collect video games and comic books, I collect sports cards. Um, I think NFTs are just another avenue. So very cool. Nicely done, Eric. Yeah. Okay. And I, thank you, Bloomberg, for having cards on. Yeah, right. Um, I wanted to run something back. Sometimes the lighting throws me off here. Um, as I was setting these off to the side from finest, I was like, wait a minute. And sure enough, there are some that are definitely shinier than the other. And then the word refractor is usually up at the top, and it's not. So I did find a handful of refractors. There's no nothing major. Like the one mini box had uh, the Miz and Pete Dunn. So you can there you go. See, so it's picking it up there, and then. Let's see. Nia Jax. Well, just first off, good to know that they aren't. Yeah, because I was <laughs> like, we did a minute. This is finest. This 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 should have at least a handful. So you yeah. said four per box, right? And sure enough, Riddle and Nia Jax. So yeah. all right. Uh handful of winners tonight, Ivan. All right. Handful of winners, but a lot of fun, especially from those uh, wrestling card boxes. 
Uh, and one of you's walking home with a Wander Franco RC, right? From opening day. So without further ado, let's get started. But wait, there is some further ado. We're about to announce the winners of the six different prizes that we're giving away tonight. But if you hear your name, you have to claim. So again, we want to reward those of you that stuck around through the whole show, that watched Hobby Happenings, that enjoyed that clip from Loop and Bloomberg. So to show us that you watched the whole show, you have to claim now when you hear your name. And how you claim is by emailing us, gogtslive at gogts.net. So it's the name of the show at the name of the website. If you didn't know, those videos and sell sheets and product pages that we saw during the product previews, those were from gogts.net, which also has a lot of great quality content on it. Make sure in your email that you include your name, your mailing address, what you won, and your Twitter handle so that we can line it up with our records. Super easy. Make it easy on everybody and get these cards to you. The first person who needs to do that, who's walking out of here with a Wander Franco RC as well as two foils from opening day, is DDoc99. Congratulations, DDoc99 on the opening day hits. Second person that's going to need to do that is going to get all of our heritage hits. So the relic card, the chrome card, uh, the box topper is going to Fishman77. Congratulations, Fishman77. Fish like the band not like the food fishman 77 all right now we're going to the mat right did i get that right rob yes nice. squared circle um i still don't understand that one but i do understand the mat the dakota kai relic is going to jason w rocco congratulations jason the I don't know which of the next three hits is our hit of the night. So they're all awesome, especially if you're a wrestling fan. Starting off with the Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix on-card auto from Topps Women's Division. That's going to Dr. Tyler T. Congratulations. And I forgot to mention that it is numbered to just 199. Oh, cool. Numbered as well. So that's going to either Dr. Tyler T or Dirty Lurt. Not quite sure. Uh, they didn't capitalize any of the letters there. So, And then from Finest, Rob, which is the bigger hit, the Triple Auto or the Shotzi Blackheart Gold number to 50? The Shotzi Gold. All right. So first up, the Finest Triple Auto is going to DX Flyers. Congratulations, DX Flyers. And then that Shotzi Blackheart Gold Auto number to 50, uh, is going to Surf City Collect. Congratulations, Surf City Collect. Um, also, Rob, you know, I got to actually ask this three times last week, which is uh, unusual. Okay. Um, but it is it is what it is. It fell out this way. Oh, I don't know. Like, is it bad if I sell my hit that I win from you guys? Uh, you know, look, don't feel any guilt. If you win something and you don't necessarily collect that, I've got a sneaking suspicion if you sell it, you're going to use those dollars to buy more cards. So we appreciate it. I mean, I appreciate people caring enough to ask or think that way, but know that at the it's end of the day, to do with as you please. Exactly. Absolutely. You're here because you love cards. You're not going anywhere. So we don't judge that. So absolutely. Good point, Ivan. A uh, couple last minute housekeeping notes. Again, quick reminder, if you haven't done so, please subscribe to us on YouTube. More importantly, if you'd like a chance to win that box of 2020 
one Bowman draft jumbo. Be sure to subscribe on Twitch and take part in the gleam campaign. It's uh, we'll, we'll put it back as the pinned tweet on our profile. So it's easy to find. And, uh, that runs through, I want to say, I don't know. Uh, I can't remember, but go do it now. Don't wait in case I get it wrong. Number two, uh, we are going to be off from our regularly scheduled show next week. Uh, as next Thursday, next Thursday, as we head to Vegas for mint collective. However, we will be doing a segment from the content creator studio at mint collective on Sunday midday, which is 12 PM Pacific. So that'd be three out here, uh, yeah. East coast time. We'll, we'll be so, tweeting about it. So yeah, again. to give you guys some reminder notification yeah. and whatnot. So, um, don't but look it'll for be us fun. on Thursday. Live, live from mint collective on Sunday. We'll yep, be doing a little cool. show segment. So, so uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Go GTS Live, the Hobbies Web Show. Thanks to Emily Kless for hooking us up. Uh, as always, we will see you guys live on camera Sunday. Uh, also, thanks to James Gale behind the scene, keeping everything running smoothly. And uh, that's going to do it. So, um, yeah, you guys know what to be doing in the meantime, right? Always be collecting. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.